I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. Please listen to our full podcast episodes as well, where we have unscripted, in-depth conversations about the Wolverines. On to the headlines. Isaiah Livers returned for his senior year partly because he thought Michigan could make a deep run in March. He still thinks that, but Livers will be a spectator instead of a key contributor. The starting forward has a stress fracture in his foot that will sideline him, likely for the entire NCAA tournament. I wouldn't say it's expected, Livers said this week, speaking about the possibility of a return. If I do, that's miraculous. He, like every college basketball player, lost out on March Madness last season due to the COVID-19 cancellation. Now it appears he'll miss out again. It's a tough blow for Livers and number one seed Michigan. Michigan's hockey team entered Monday's Big Ten semifinal against Minnesota 12-0 when scoring first this season. It is now 12-1. The third-seeded Wolverines squandered a two-goal third-period lead, and the Gophers scored six minutes into overtime for a 3-2 victory in South Bend, Indiana. Number five Minnesota scored the tying goal with 426 remaining, and it carried the momentum into overtime. The Gophers hit the crossbar just before the game-winning goal, but were able to maintain possession. After a shot from the point, forward Sammy Walker buried the rebound past Michigan goalie Strauss Mann. Michigan will now wait until Sunday to see if it earns an at-large bid into the 16-team NCAA tournament. Surprise, surprise. Three weeks into Michigan football spring practice schedule, very little is being said about the quarterback situation. Offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis met with the media on Wednesday and said it would be too premature to provide an assessment of the perceived competition one expected to include redshirt sophomore Cade McNamara and true freshman J.J. McCarthy. We're only a handful of practices in, Gaddis told reporters. There's too much time. It's too early to tell. But we're pleased with the direction that those guys are showing in their leadership and performance on the field. Gaddis only mentioned McNamara by name, the only scholarship quarterback on the Wolverines roster with any collegiate experience, praising his experience and leadership at the position. Coming back and having some game reps, I think that's provided him some confidence in his play and confidence in his demeanor as a leader on the team, Gaddis said. We're very, very pleased. While McNamara and McCarthy could duel for the job, Texas Tech graduate transfer Alan Bowman is expected to join the fray this summer. He has the most experience of them all, having started three seasons in the Red Raiders air raid offense. Whether Bowman has enough time to win the starting job remains uncertain, but at this point it's clear no one seemed to have a leg up. The quarterbacks have done a really good job of doing what we're asking them to do, Gaddis said. First and foremost, take leadership and continue that. They've done a really good job as a group pushing each other. Michigan's women's basketball team has earned its highest seeding in the NCAA tournament in program history. The Wolverines are a number six seed in the Riverwalk region and will face number 11 seed Florida Gulf Coast in the first round at 3 p.m. Sunday. All NCAA tournament games are in San Antonio, Texas. If Michigan advances, it will face the winner of number three seed Tennessee and number 14 seed Middle Tennessee State. UConn is the number one seed in the region. The Wolverines, whose previous highest seed was a number seven in 2018, have made their third consecutive NCAA tournament for the first time in history. They struggled down the stretch, losing four of their last six, but they accomplished several other program firsts this season. They started 10-0 for the first time and reached its highest ranking ever at number 12. However, the team has been hampered by shooting struggles since returning from a two-week quarantine in early February. It scored a season-low 49 points in its Big Ten tournament opener against Northwestern, and it scored fewer than 70 points in five of its final six games. Michigan, which is in the tournament for a ninth time and the fourth under head coach Tim Barnes-Arico, will face an FGCU team that is on a 25-game win streak. 
the Eagles roll through Atlantic Sun Conference play and are 26-2 this season. Michigan has lost a key player to injury at the worst time of the season to lose a key player to injury. Outside of the program, that's altered the perception of Michigan's NCAA tournament potential. Inside, it hasn't changed a thing. The Wolverines, with good reason, still believe they can get to the Final Four and cut down the nets. Isaiah Livers is out, but Michigan is still a number one seed, a product of winning the regular season title in college basketball's toughest conference, the Big Ten. Now the Wolverines are looking forward to getting outside of the Big Ten. LSU, a potential second-round opponent, is talented. So are Florida State, Texas, and Alabama, to name three other teams in Michigan's East region. Winning it all, or even getting to the Final Four, isn't easy, especially with an injury leading up to the tournament. Michigan still has the pieces and the confidence to make a run. Read those stories and more on mlife.com slash wolverines.